hey guys, you're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Joel. Uh, today I'm here with Sharon yeah. and Edgar. Hello. Yes. Hey, Edgar. Hey. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, how you're going to be a big time filmmaker someday. <laughs> uh, well, basically, I'm just, uh, I consider myself a cinephile, okay. whether it's movies or TV shows, I just consume everything. I don't really go for the whole, oh, this movie's going to win an Oscar or anything. I just go to the cinema, get a ticket, and anything that's interesting. Yeah. How about the craft? Are you interested in the craft and how people are doing? Uh, the craft has always interested me, mm-hmm. especially like the writing, producing part, like how the movie is made, like the connections behind the camera. Okay. More so, like I think, yeah, in time, if God willing, 2018, I want to produce something. I want to. I'm, I'm writing something right now. It's like five percent done. Like the idea is there, the concept is there, but mm-hmm. yeah. Other than that, I'm looking to produce something in the very near future. What genre are you writing in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my no, baby. No this is my details, baby. Just the genre is what ah, I want to ask. Yeah, just no, just the it's genre. It's a it's a sci-fi <coughs> romance. I'm like Ooh. a huge huge fan of like the old graphic novels, things like uh, A Wrinkle in Time, things mm-hmm. like Valerian, the City of a Thousand Planets. Like that's my whole oh, ish. Good man. Okay. Sounds nice. Sounds dope. Very cool. You had it here first, folks. <laughs> so we'll bother him for his movie in 2018. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about Justice League, the contentious Justice League. The baby of 2017. <laughs> it needs a little love. It's a little love. Yeah, so <laughs> this movie has exactly three movies behind it now Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman. And yeah, Justice League. Oh, and Su- Suicide, Suicide Squad doesn't Squad. really count. Really? I believe if a character shows up and it's the same actor, it's connected. It's a connected universe, so it has to count. Okay, cool. I guess I was thinking about it in terms of like the characters and that show up in like the main mm. team. Oh. Is, is how I was processing that. Okay, okay. Okay. In any case, um, so the synopsis reads as uh, fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act. Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Yeah, so yeah, basically Superman died in uh, BVS, uh, for those of you that didn't watch it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And the, the the planet is pretty much now open. It's like an open house for like all aliens to come and invade because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, the Kryptonian is gone. Let's do this. Yeah. So now Batman has like gathered together a group of superpowered people, fight the bad guy and save the day. So, uh, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy review. Extremely. Uh, okay, Nothing before we can be spoiled. Yeah. So before we dig in, also there's a bunch of stuff behind the scenes that happened. Please talk about. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> so this was Zack Snyder's baby, of course. This is in the Snyderverse, where tragedy happened in his family, and he had stepped down from a directing chair, and his buddy Joss Whedon, who directed Avengers, stepped in. To help, and the way I understood it is, oh, he just like changed a bit of dialogue here and there, and maybe shot two scenes, but no, he completely widowized like the entire yeah, film. I like, I like that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. So for, for so so for me, this is J- Joss Whedon presents Zack Snyder. It's not, it's yeah. It's such, it's such oh, a strange take, and yeah. yeah, such a strange and peculiar film. And I'm guessing that while we're talking about the movie, it might be some comparisons there's a bunch of articles out there comparing like what was Snyder and what was Joss Whedon 
yeah that stuff is also very compelling and yeah there's a campaign right now for like a Zack Snyder cut of a film yeah but I don't think that will come through because I think it's like totally different movie like story wise and yeah yeah completely different vibe different yeah. movie if that like release a cut <coughs> version of Snyder we might as well just buy our tickets again yeah like, go I'll, back to the cinema I know, yeah, I know I'm willing I'd to actually that. watch that I because he, he he seemed completely fucking different like yeah we, we'll, we'll get we were allowed to sell on that podcast yeah yeah man yeah and uh just a little snippet also of news like what does like it's like a script released for like a justice league movie that was written in 2011 and the way the way i just read like a, a brief synopsis of it it plays out the way the animated films play out where they just sort of dive in like no with the justice league there's no like Marvel setup thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you remember when before when DC was feeling like all jealous, Marvel had established this shit. I was like, no, us we only do standalone films. We're doing Green Lantern, did the Dark Knight series. It's, our heroes are strong enough to stand on their own. So I think they also want to do like an isolated Justice League universe. Just do like Justice League films separate with a different cast. Maybe do a Superman movies with a completely different cast. Anyway. Yeah. So we'll start with Edgar. Uh you can give us your thoughts in the movie in general. Uh personally what I'm going to do is like sort of list the good stuff that I liked and the and bad the stuff bad that stuff. I like. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I will try I'll try and do the same. Like I went to this movie very scared. I was very scared for the for the whole DCEU thing. Oh apparently no one was supposed to call it that. It's just that it's just DC films now. Yeah. <laughs> So I went in very scared. Like the trailers, the trailers really hyped me up because you know they were holding back on my favorite character, that is Superman. Yeah. And then when I when I got the news, like oh, just Sweden is coming in, I wasn't really worried about that. But then, I was only worried about uh, the tone. Mm-hmm. So when I when I went to the movie, like certain things, like I'm gonna start with what I didn't like about it. Okay. Certain things I like, I was just taken aback by, like, like there are all these jokes, like that 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 these are all over the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is a Zack Snyder film. Like, most of them didn't land. And I was like, you, you, we're having tonal issues. Like, this yeah. is the Dark Knight. Like, it starts like really, it started really well, <laughs> that opening scene with with Batman on the roof. And I'm like, yo, this is gonna be legit. Like, the guy, this this tone hasn't changed. And then all of a sudden, guys are telling jokes. And I'm like, okay, this guy in fit. And then I think that threw me over the edge. Mm was Danny Elfman's music score like it oh, was Dan- just Danny so Elfman, huh? it was just so cartoonish like <laughs> aside from the subtleness <laughs> of the animated Batman series theme like everything was so cartoon like like that 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 sequence of, of the robbery in London mm-hmm. yeah like i expected the wonder woman thing like stripped down to its bare essentials like strings and just a guy with a violin <laughs> but then i got this feeling like oh i'm watching Justice League animated or unlimited like back in 2003 and then that whole ting 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 mm-hmm. and I was like okay I get you want events to move fast but this is we're not children here like we're not watching and, okay. and then as, as I was there like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be horrible this is gonna be horrible Wonder Woman checks in and the character building starts and then what pulled me over was mm-hmm. Superman thank god for my Superman service like that just okay. Actually, it just yeah, like it that. just it just pulled me up on board. I went back to the movie again and okay, because of Superman. Just because of Superman, like he's been my day number one. Yeah, <laughs> he's been my day number one since I we ever picked up a comic book or anything. So I think it was done really well. Mm-hmm. And there were a few Superman jokes I didn't really 
that didn't really land but like the whole his power levels were just done really well and mm. yeah okay. i don't really mind the whole like oh they 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 digitally removed his 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 upper his, his lip but i i can ignore that i can ignore <laughs> everything just cuz the superman service may I ask how how much is it a good service in terms of adaptation how did they get his character so right for you uh i think uh i think the the superman Zack Snyder set up like what mm-hmm. people don't understand they keep complaining he's brooding all the time he's mm-hmm. doing this but i think guys don't understand like superman it's a journey for him it's a journey for him so that the, the the superman Zack Snyder set up i think has been the best ever like this is the guy who's supposed to be losing a lot he's supposed to be losing he's supposed to overcome all these challenges to get to that place where he can accept that you know what i'm the strongest guy in the universe yeah i don't need i don't need like little things like bring to drag me down So that's that's what Snyder was setting up. But then all of a sudden this is like no. Wonder Woman did so well. We need more hope. We need like you need you need to get there. You can't just give us BVS with Superman dead and then just slick starts anyone saying a world without hope. Like there's that gap like audiences are not going to buy that. Like like we need a, a more human element. And I think yeah. if Zack Snyder was left at the reins because Superman is his baby. Yes, he's a visual director, but I think he would have told the story better of getting to the point instead of having us jump mm. to like oh we want want the movie to feel like wonder woman and then but they left her to just do exposition she was talking explaining yeah. to us the plot yeah but that oh, yeah. i think even Zack Snyder she was <laughs> going to explain have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she was still going to explain to us <laughs> yeah. she's she's yeah. she's the most long lived so in this whole thing I so know. Yeah, so Joe, what did you think about the oh, movie? Oh, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to touch like I don't I don't want to go into intricacies like oh yeah, the, the okay. storyline, the whole Lo- Lois is the key, Lois is the key, all that shit. Lois is the key. Yeah. Lois is the key. Yeah. Um Okay, so I I went into this with pretty much the same level of psych I went into BVS with. Uh, where just didn't expect much cuz man was still pretty much broke me and I was okay. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like okay, just going zero expectations and BVS actually enjoyed some elements. Um Justice League was kind of crappy. I actually preferred BVS. Okay. Just kind of. Just kind of because I I I can't hate it completely. Um I'll just dive into the good stuff I liked. Superman was the number one thing I liked as well. He just saved that movie, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ju- just like you, I'm a big Superman fan, which is why I did not like Man of Steel. Yeah, I love yeah, Man the, of Steel. I thought, yeah, I, no, I thought the Snyder's take on the character was interesting, but the execution was poor overall, the way he paced it out. Because I can't just say on the surface, oh, he's just brooding or whatever. I saw what he was trying to do, but he didn't quite nail it and like really show again that human element of what he's really struggling yeah, that, with they had no clarity uh, yeah. well, yeah, we'll get into all that stuff yeah. <laughs> but yeah this is a return to like I'll say this Superman is similar to like the Christopher Reeve Superman in a lot of ways it's just like oozing hope he's like making quips what? during battle no, I don't think so no, no, I mean, let me just make my I case let me just so. make okay. my case go on then <laughs> <laughs> He's like smiling all the time now and shit is like oh I'm so full of hope he's making quips during battle was a big thing for me in the yeah, third that was act. so marvel man in the third act, that's the kind of shit Christopher Reeve used to do like that really corny quippy shit during battles exactly what Christopher Reeve used to do 
And again, uh, what uh, amplified it for me was uh, Danny Elfman also took um, John Williams' score from the Christopher Reeve movies, that Superman theme. That should give me chills. And yeah. also, also Danny Elfman's uh, Batman theme from uh, the original uh, team. Yeah, also the team Burton stuff. Yeah, I, d- I dug that stuff because it helped with the heroes for me a bit. Um, yeah, Superman was okay. Musical flourishes were nice. Uh, I like that one scene, uh, Superman versus Flash. Mm. That was entertaining. That was amazing. Um, Just hands down, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, the Green Lantern cameo was also neat. Oh that's yeah, about, Green Lantern. Yeah, that's is. yeah, and also just uh, keeping in line with the whole bad movie thing. There's one scene that I like that was in Super Bad Taste, where um, Cyborg and Flash go to dig up Superman's grave. That was really hilarious to me because they just sort of like cracking jokes and trying to make oh, yeah, fist and bumps. He's digging up like yeah, a when, dead body, yeah. and it was fucking weird. And I don't know why they showed us that part. You think they'll just cut to where they have the body already? It's <laughs> just a weird scene. It's like, we'll have a bromance where we'll dig up this dude's grave. No, but it, it also didn't make sense. It, well, the other issue I had, it didn't make sense that the body was left there. Because we also BVS. This guy created Doomsday mm-hmm. by getting Zod's, Zod's body. DNA, yeah. So surely the Batman, the paranoid Batman we know and love, <laughs> would mm-hmm. have found a way to have that body in his cave. Like, Stacy style. <laughs> but then he wasn't Batman, was he? Yeah, he was all so, like guilty. Oh, but yo, did you <laughs> see that bromance? Like that scene when Superman came to help them out with Stefan Wu? Yeah. And then Batman's face was just like, he was just in awe. He Fucking was like fanboy. <laughs> I actually loved that though. <laughs> okay, we we'll get into the bad. And since you brought up Batman, I'll just start with Batman first. Okay. Uh, this is not Batman. Um, BVS Batman was actually more like Batman. He like he fit really well into that dark gritty world. That's who Batman is. But all of a sudden, he's like cracking fucking jokes and like being all sunny. He's like in a, he's like in a well lit room the entire movie. Even when he's outside, he's like super well lit and colors. Thank, and thank, thank, thank we even for that. Thank yeah. we for that. Because when because even when he talks about because if again a big DC fan again like when you look at him in the comics and uh, animated stuff. When he, to- he he does address like Superman being like this element that the world needs and hope, but he doesn't talk about it in like oh no I'm so guilty we need to bring him back. It's just like this shit is necessary to get this dude. I don't give a fuck about you. Let's just get this yep. dude. I got you back because I need you to do A B C. You're like a soldier yeah. in my war. No, but surely surely you'd have got some fun service when they had like that sequence when they had the box yeah and it was sat on the table. And Batman was taking lead. He was, yeah. he was surely that that's that's Batman to me. Though when he took lead and was like, no, we need to do this and this. If we use this technology, yeah. we cannot win. We use this technology to awaken Superman. So anyway, I think Joe Sweden was just turning him into Tony Stark, basically. Okay, the storyline again was a big thing for me. Uh, just a Justice League storyline itself. I don't feel the franchise had quite earned it yet. Because the only people that had stories were Wonder Woman and Superman. At least some semblance. Even, even Superman, while I didn't like his story, he had a story. Everyone else is just kind of there. Aquaman has some random cameo in the water with his future wife, uh, Mira. Then they leave. Then Flash kind of has a story, I think. But it's just comedic relief. Cyborg is okay as well, but... Yeah. yeah, like it, it was rushed, I f- and I feel like these are really good characters, and 
they needed a little more setup. And I feel like we're diving into this end of the world scenario too fast. Yeah. But it's not, I can't really blame, for instance, Whedon or anyone really for that matter because the way the Snyder was sort of gone is that they've already sort of rushed everything. Yeah, so but that's the thing. Zach, the Zach, Zach Snyder's now. cut had all, all those things you wanted though. Yeah, it had it had like it had like a lot of it had like a lot of Atlantis stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what, there's so many characters we didn't meet. We didn't meet Black Manta. Black Manta. Was oh, Black Manta was in the movie. Yeah, Will, Willem Dafoe was cast as well. He had mm-hmm. lines as well. We didn't get any of that shit. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg. We didn't get any of his background. Like all this was filmed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. Like even even Iris <coughs> West was in the movie. She was taken out. Like all this, like all That's what a lot of shit. Yeah, it was a lot. It was also taken out, and then all of a sudden, the studio is like, "Yeah." But I think with Justice League, we needed this because mm. it's a decision the studio made. Yeah, we're not going to go with the solo movies. We're not going to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to set up the Trinity, which they did: Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the Trinity already set up, we're diving into Justice League. It's a decision they made. I think they panicked. I yeah, think they, they are panicking. Af- yeah. After Wonder Woman did so well with its tone and everything, yeah, they, mm. they, what they didn't realize was okay, that's Wonder Woman, you know. Okay. That's Wonder Woman, and then coming to Justice League, they should have just stuck to their guns. They yeah. should have just stuck to their guns and told Zack Snyder's story because Zack Snyder's story was a, was an amazing one. Yeah. They cut out so many characters. They cut they cut out Dark Side for God's sake. Yeah, big, big, big. <laughs> they cut out Dark Side, and then you can't cut out Dark Side and all that law. And then you have a, f- <coughs> a fucking montage of that oh five thousand years five thousand years ago, and then you Which have a straight Lord of the Rings ripoff. Yeah, and then and then the you music have as well. and then you have this littered thing like when 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 Stefanov is mentioning some things like like a lot of people outside us I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. didn't get any of those references when he keeps saying mother okay yes later in the movie you keep thinking okay that's the mother box. <laughs> And then he keeps yeah, saying stuff like, "Oh, thing. you, you, you will, you will love me again." When he's talking to Wonder Woman, yeah. yeah oh, he, sorry, not Wonder Woman. When he's talking to Hippolyta, yeah. Like you will learn to love me again. Like yeah. all the stuff is littered. And then he's fighting Wonder Woman, and then he's like, "Oh, you have the blood of the gods, but I'm gonna defeat you and uh, and take my place as the new gods." So, so and all that law is out of the so movie. That's fan service stuff, basically. It's fan service, but like the real. Like, if you consider, like, the people who go and watch these movies, like, mm. no one's going to know all that shit. Guys just go for the jobs. So I think um, it's, it's a decision they shouldn't have made. The movie flawed. Yeah. Because just Sweden, like, you know why, like, yes, these guys, they have tension. Yeah. But it's flowing in a sense that, uh, like, this, it can build on something else. On what? Like... Think about like, it. The next movie, the next movie is probably going to be after. That's the th- yeah, but you, but, then, but we we can't keep cutting them slack like like that and say oh the next movie because you said that for Man of Steel like oh the next movie this will happen. No, but then BBS came and was like oh the next movie Justice League this will happen and Justice League happens so like oh the next movie we're well, going to set this, this up. I, I don't know. I, I I disagree with this whole we thing because I love Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love we the other <laughs> we come. You're we the not, people. You, the other come. You guys are another come. <laughs> yeah. I love Man of Steel. I love BVS. I think I, I saw it like a ridiculous amount of times in the cinema. And mm. this is the first movie. I love this movie, but it's the first movie I have issues with. Like, okay. That, that I can see. Which I'm surprised by, by the way. You yeah. look like it's the love of your life. Yeah, Superman. yeah. He's, he's treating you like kid gloves, man. He has more love. But I like Superman. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my next point I want to address is the CGI. Uh, I want to get to the upper lip thing. I didn't notice the upper lip actually until 
the flash fight where, where he's like choking Batman out and there's a close-up of him talking. That's, that's when I finally realized what was wrong with his face. But I don't really mind that. What I hated was the third act battle with all like the pixelated crystalline shit like jumping around. Oh yeah. That was cut. Twenty video yeah, game exactly bullshit. Like, I think Warner Brothers was like, yo, that was take, take out all this dark and gritty shit. So throw they, some color. And it looked really unnatural. It was the same as like uh, it's like it's like something out of like a Disney film or like remember Adam Sandler's Pixels film. And it looked like worse than Adam Sandler's graphics in that movie. Oh it was God. just fucking bullshit. Yeah, then my final thing is the... I didn't like the post-credit scene. And not for the reasons <laughs> that you might think. Uh, what happens is the post-credit scene is that Luther meets Deathstroke and talking about uh, founding either the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom, whatever they choose to call it. I think this is Injustice, yeah, but carry on. I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're probably going to call it Injustice. Even yeah, since the game is out as well, they're probably going it's, to go it's with the name. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be over the what league? The League of Doom. The Legion of Doom. Yeah, it's Legion yeah. of yeah. They they've used different names. But I think prob- Legion of Doom is like started by someone else. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, started by uh, is it Savage? Savage or yeah. that? Who's a gorilla? Uh, gorilla Grodd. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that scene was fine, but it did not fit into what we just sat through. Sitting through it, first of all, I was pissed off. I didn't see any inkling of like Dark Side or Apocalypse. Oh, that really hurt me. Or the New Gods, any of that shit. It was so amazing <laughs> that Zack Snyder was gonna give us. Like this guy was interviewed. Like was it last year? Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting his name. The guy who plays Rhys Bolton's father in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, another guy you're talking about. He was actually in another Justice guy? League. He was in Justice League. He was the leader of those terrorists that attacked the bank. Okay. He was going to play Justice League. So he was going to play Darkseid. Okay. Yeah, so he described this in his, this scene when he was interviewed, I think mm. earlier this year or last end of last year. He was asked, he was like, so you've, you've just finished your shot, your, your, your scenes in, in Justice League. Can you yeah. describe the tone? And he goes like, yeah, there's this very power hungry struggle in apocalypse at the moment so yeah. the scene is quite dark but this is basically dark side mm. like having a go at stefan wolf for his failure yeah and like not really rating him yeah so like that's like kind of like because the world right now is like very game of thrones heavy you know that's all about who should be in power yeah and then all of a sudden you cut that entire thing out because this was a new this was basically setting up setting up the new gods like who are the new gods yeah like maybe maybe they'll do it with wonder woman because she's she's she, she has blood of the old gods and the old gods are already dead just like but yeah, you know how how it is in comics like gods don't really die yeah. when they die it gives birth to new gods yeah but at the end of the day but dark side would have been a very interesting after credit yeah. scene or an opening you know because that's like has that exactly that, that montage at the start where he tells a story without dialogue and he didn't yeah. even watch men yeah he did it in, yeah, he could have done a really cool apocalypse he did BBS scene, as yeah, well yeah, he, he told did. a story without any dialogue yeah, it should have been done like that it should have because even though because what it feels like now is a setting up for Justice League 2 to involve these goofy fucking villains now bringing their only little click together yeah. to combat <laughs> but it doesn't make sense because what we just watched is the first wave of an invasion so even though they want to put Darkseid in mm-hmm. Justice League 3 or whatever I you should still yeah. see a scene on Apocalypse, like teasing him or teasing something that's actually connected to what we just watched. And for me, when I saw that post credit scene, what I felt was them sort of saying, yeah, we've listened to all the criticism. 
and we're not going to change anything. We're going to keep doing the same shit. Just shoving no, in. Yeah, we're just going to keep yeah. shoving in storylines yeah. and characters that don't make sense. And you're going to sit there and you're going to <laughs> laugh and clap and point at the people that you like just because you like them. Because I was sitting next to like I think a girl that I think was a fan of like the CW series. She was screaming for the entire theater. Oh my God, it's Deathstroke! Ah. Like telling all her <laughs> friends. And it's like that's what movies have become. Is like people are just pointing and saying, I "Hey, I, I know this person," and that's the entire I, movie. And no one is trying to do anything anymore with story, with characters. I don't think that, and the corporations, I think, know that because it's, cause cause it's like it's like it was this movie was like scientifically like curated because because now it, I was, it became because I was so pulled out of the movie, I was more watching other people respond to the movie, and it's like everybody's just like laughing on cue. That really pisses me off because all these movies feel like they're scientifically constructed for you to laugh at I a certain point and scream and shout and do all this weird shit. And there's no sincerity. That's why there's no humanity. There's no fucking <laughs> craft. This movie had no fucking vision. I can't really blame Joss Whedon. He was doing a patch job I'm for a patch job. No, he was doing a patch job for a patch job. First of all, Snyder was patching up his own universe. And again, Whedon had to come in and patch... Snyder's patch-up joke. So what he did, he just made a competent movie. That's all he tried to do, was let me just make something that fucking fucking works and I go. We don't promise stars. She's going to fulfill Snyder's vision. That's what he promised us. (laughs) But I still feel like even with Snyder on board, we'd have still just gotten a semi-competent film at best. No, I I think... Like, okay, okay, as a person who has read the comics... And who has watched the animated films, which by the way, DC kicks Marvel's ass in that completely. If, like animated like, animated films and series, the comics, DC is up ahead. Yeah. So as a person that's consumed all that other DC media, don't you feel these live action movies can do a lot better? Like so much. Don't you feel like they deserve a lot better than the way they're being treated now? Because if you told me when I was... Because ever since I think, if, if you've been a comic book fan from when you were a kid, like... We're picturing that a Justice League. I wasn't hyped about. Oh, I want to see Avengers on the screen. I also wanted to see Justice League on the screen. I wanted to see Superman. I want to see Batman. I Flash. didn't know Avengers until like two thousand six. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get into Marvel until much later. But like those, those are like the staple characters. And for the movie to finally arrive, and for me to be like underwhelmed even walking in, is yeah. just sad for me. I think I think that's where our, our opinions differ. I wasn't hyped about Justice League. Mm. I was hyped about the Trinity, and I think I got that in BVS. <laughs> I think mm. I got that in in BVS. So what I was going to see in this movie that 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 gave me hype was Superman's Return, and that was that, 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 that was it. And that was because that's what I went for. That's all I went for. Like DC made a decision to kill the guy. Yes, yeah. that was a lot of story, like throwing in Death of Superman, throwing in Doomsday, throwing in. The whole wasted, conflict, wasted, wasted, yeah. throwing the whole conflict. So, at the end of the, at the end of BVS, I was like, okay, I just want to see Superman's return. And the next movie we had was Jail, and I think that to me was done well. So that's why I give this movie a pass. I just I give yeah, it a pass because Superman was done was done well. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you should be a lot harder on it. I think one element shouldn't be enough to redeem it to that degree. Because I think I think we should be a little harder on Warner Brothers. I'm not just talking oh, about. Oh, I, I have a bone to pick with. Yeah, Brothers they need to the like fu- they need to fucking do better. Okay, Can comic book shit over. Uh-huh. I want to go to like a general audience member. So, 
Let me tell you something. I realized as I heard you guys talk and talk and talk. So what you just had is fanboys talking about this film. People who have grown up with these characters. Yeah. You guys yeah. have read the comic books. You're well, you know what the dark seed should be. Oh god, yeah. how great is going to translate on screen. You're oh my god, yeah. Superman, he's that, he's that. Bullshit. I, I, to me, this was just a really, really bad movie. Mm-hmm. BBS was a really bad movie. I can't say much for Man of Steel because I was distracted. <laughs> Definitely, I was just distracted by Henry Cavill. Yeah, you did. You like did. I can't watch that Man movie. Man <laughs> And yet, the, it didn't happen in the other movies because everything going on was so bad. Like I couldn't even soak in his hotness. I'm like, this is shit. So even Momoa failed to save this movie for you. Ah no no, and yeah. I like his Instagram pics. Yeah, nice. So, but then, one thing that made me realize is why the Batman movies worked. Mm-hmm. The Batman movies, first of all, didn't have the the the, the studio interference. You know how studios yeah. really interfere, and I think the studio interfered with this movie by trying to make it more Wonder Woman. Yeah, and it didn't have pandering with the fucking fan base. Those people are pandering with you guys. Mob. As Mob. in, it and, doesn't and, have and, those two and elements. And like. Yes, other movies had like horrible reception, eh? but there were real DC fans who went and saw those movies. Mm. But now Justice League has come out and they've now lost those fans. There are no more people. Yeah, no more, so, yeah, uh, now, now Marvel is able, able to keep up with the normal Both, people yeah. because they're doing Ant Man, but they're not going to panda with some dark seed of Ant-Man there which a fanboy will understand by his reference to the <laughs> mother box they, they you know you don't have to suffer with those things they just tied into a Batman genre a and I think the Batman movies had that it was really tied into some sort of crime drama especially the Dark Knight yeah. the Dark Knight was, was just story. a great detective crime story but which made it break down really movie, good I know we can't do it now. I'm sure you can find a, a, lot, a ton a of lot fun of things mistakes, a lot of mistakes great and the thing is they're picking from source material you get the source material you use it to make a good movie you put there picking that source material and just making some crap on yeah, the screen yeah. and trying to connect scenes together which is just not working stop pandering with these people just make a good movie just make a good movie is all i ask and this wasn't a good movie so me there's nothing i can unpack from it but i just also wanted to briefly touch on the whole i just wanted to address the fanboy was thing because that's yeah. a sort of the elephant in the room with like any review that anyone puts out there, it's like, oh no, you're a fucking Marvel yeah. fanboy, or you're a uh, DC fanboy, it's like in either camp. My stance is that that fanboy shit is stupid. It's like, if you're a comic book fan in general, you win either way, right? With all these movies being put out there. I don't think you should owe any allegiance to any of these companies and be so diehard that you defend even the crappiest movies. That's what I don't get. Don't most people read both sides of the comic books? No, I, I, I no, really, really no, but there's, there's, because ever since his, ever since, yeah, ever since his movies came out, there's not like, because I don't think that DC comic book fans, that DC cinematic universe mm. fans specifically, mm. and Marvel cinematic universe fans that have popped up and created their own little war, because I don't think. People yeah, who are coming, it's, it's out of hand. It's and, so stupid. And there's so much clickbait for like DC shit. Like, yeah, the moment a DC movie comes out, a guy will post some shit. Like, even way before the movie comes out, hate is like, oh, this guy's been taken off. Oh, this shit is going down. So, yeah, this so, is <laughs> unwatchable. The movie is unwatchable. You <laughs> can't see it. So, lastly, I want to talk about just the state of superhero movies again, briefly. Just your thoughts and the way personally I was looking at it is you sort of have uh, the whole shared universe camp of superhero movies 
then you have the whole standalone style that's sort of popping up with Fox now. Mm. So basically, how far do you see? Do you think this genre still has legs? Because like Kevin Feige announced, he's doing twenty more Marvel films. I think so it still how, has legs. Uh huh. I think it still has legs because these characters have been around since. Uh, late 30s so you don't onwards. feel like I gen- think general audiences at least are getting like fatigued or anything you don't yeah but like that's that's the beauty about cinema like today you're fatigued tomorrow there'll be someone else who's just being introduced to the to the whole world and everything yeah. and the whole <coughs> shared universe is so relatable because you go to you, you, I think the, the Marvel character I loved the most was Thor mm. okay and, interesting and, and, and that and, 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 and having him in more than one film movie like yep. not just so I don't have to wait another three years for a film movie I can see him in Avengers yeah also oh, you also like how regular the movies come exactly out. exactly so I think that shared universe that's why the shared universe has legs yeah. that's why it has legs and I, th- I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon yes the yeah. bubble may burst yeah because I think like the past two years I've noticed if you don't have a superhero in your movie it's not making more than 500 million dollars or whatever true like so that that makes me worried for things like a wrinkle in time things like ready player one but mm-hmm. at the end of the day this thing has like like the f- you can't have a franchise that has been alive since 1938 yeah like has been alive since then that's that struggling have like, man at the end of the day i think this thing is here to stay but dc it doesn't have to DC, be yes it's, it's, it doesn't have to be but i think in the next i think like five ten years it's still going to be here i think at least we might see, yeah, we, might, we, we might see, we might see a, a shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think after Infinity War, because yeah. I think that's when these guys' contracts will end and all that. Nonsense. Yeah, they want like yeah. kill guys off and stuff. Exactly. So, so I think when that happens and these guys leave, yeah, I think that's when we will see a shift. Like people will start actually seeing other movies at the cinema. But right now, I think it's here. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, we'll, we'll see while. what his plan is. Sharon, what are your but thoughts? I think people have been speaking about superhero fatigue, like even from the fifth Marvel movie. True. But it went on for even ten more years. Yes. Although mm-hmm. I think it will phase out one day, like westerns, where westerns were so popular, mm-hmm. then they die down. But still, people still make westerns, just like one a year or something like that, just good ones and bad ones. I think it will eventually get there. Mm-hmm. Right now, its hype is it makes all the money. That's mm-hmm. where the money is at. No wonder DC but came and tried to drive the wave. I personally am looking forward to when they stop making money to the point and I mean to the point that we stop having that gigantic franchise that's obligated to give us bigger and bigger and bigger because sh- there's a lot of stuff that's diluted in between like the bigger it becomes because yeah. when I look back the, the the comic book movies I liked were all like at least sm- either smaller universes or standard Which movies were these like Spider-Man 2 was fucking great like no 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 I'm serious no 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 it was it was like a trilogy though it was like in his own universe it was like the Spider-Verse yeah personally I think that superhero the superhero genre works better in series format I wish Spider-Man wasn't so huge that they're obligated for instance to put it on a movie platform because if you read the comics and shit, it like works perfectly. It's like it, Spider-Man is basically a soap opera, so it, like works perfectly in like a serialized format. Same thing with like Superman, Batman. Batman also has like a lot of smaller detective stories. I think would work on like a smaller screen. It is detective yeah. comics. <laughs> so I would, so I would actually want these movies sort of just blow up, and then they go back to the small screen because I think they have way more potential to actually tell good stories there. So okay. More self-contained movies. Yes. So with that said, 
Does anyone have anything else to add? Yeah, go like see Justin Slate. <laughs> go see Justin Slate. Yeah, it's still in theaters. Go see Justin Slate. Give my man Henry Cavill a shout. Mm-hmm. Go and see. Sharon? Just wait for Star Wars. There are <laughs> pogs in there. <laughs> yes, that was going to be my parting shot. Go see Star Wars next week. Yeah. It's my parting shot. It's next week. It's next fucking week. Oh, wait. So wait, next week is 2015. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like fucking next week, next man. Week. Dang, yeah. You guys should rewatch all shit. the Star Wars films. Come see Cinema Red Pill. <laughs> Akasha. <laughs> next Friday. Star Wars. I'll be the guy in a very non Star Wars attire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm so happy for that. Very cool. So. Recommendations. Reco- oh, recommendations. So, oh, next we're going to do reco- <laughs> We're going to do recommendations. Recommendation today is Gem on the Holograms. <laughs> the fuck? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So this movie came out in oh, we're 2015. We are the misfits. Yes, our songs are better. So Gem on the Holograms is a piece of shit movie that came out in 2015. Really, really, really bad. It's um, what's what's that movie with uh, Anna Kendrick? That singing movie she does. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a shitty Disney-fied Pitch Perfect. But it became... It's a so bad, it's a good movie. It has a lot of great cringe moments. And I would highly recommend it if you're a fan of so bad, it's good movies. And also as a fan of Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> what? WBS as he referenced. <laughs> yeah. I've watched this movie so many times. It's Wait, what? so bad. Yeah, it's amazing. Because all the other times I've watched it with is with someone new. Mm. And I enjoy watching them be confused, but they always crap because I hated it till like the midpoint. There's a really cringy scene that happens when the characters break into song and there's this cartoon robot randomly dancing by a beach. And that's the point where everybody cracks and starts laughing. And it's just in board of like, this is complete. No, it's not the end, that's the middle. Get to the middle, man. I I stopped at the first concert. The first concert. <laughs> oh, yes. When the power went out and they started rocking out. Yes. And also one interesting be- behind-the-scenes thing I enjoy about this movie mm. is that they scammed gem fans because they asked, they asked people on YouTube online, it's the so gem fans, to like say what all the, all the things that they loved about the original gem, the cartoon. This movie is nothing like the cartoon. Then they took those videos and played them over the the live action gem they had created where all these real world fans were saying how awesome this oh, yeah, gem yeah, is and now she's yeah. an inspiration and to such a shitty oh, thing to scandal. do such a fucking shitty thing to do did those guys get paid? no they didn't get paid for <laughs> shit they just got scammed they hated the movie and then they showed up in it saying they loved it it was fucking horrible you know yeah that's, that's my recommendation that's yeah so real quick Edgar what's I, your recommendation? I, I have two movies to recommend I've seen them in the past <laughs> One movie, week. and then one. Okay, you can sneak in like one sentence, two sentences. Two sentences but the second about one, second. squeeze in your two, one. but masterfully. My movie to watch. Uh, it was a throwback. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Ben Stiller. I don't think he can do anything wrong. Uh-huh. 
unless oh shit I've now jinxed him tomorrow's going to come out that he has sexually harassed someone or some shit like that uh, he seems like a good guy though <laughs> okay yeah but yeah it was a throwback I think it's a movie that took him like 15 years to make it's uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty such, ins- such an inspirational movie like I saw it for the third time this week uh-huh. and you know I was inspired to get off my ass like you know just do something with your life Okay. Like follow your passion or just do something, man. You guys have all seen that movie. Like it was no, so well done. It. You haven't seen? No, I haven't seen that. I'm not a big Ben Stiller fan. Well, I will see. It, I will see it now that you. Yeah, you sh- it's, yeah, it's it's a really amazing movie. It's like, okay, he, it's very good. heartwarming. He should have directed like Wonder Woman or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, but yeah, like seeing that got me in that inspirational mood. And um, another thing that I watched was Sing Street. Yeah, it, I that was a favorite movie of last year. Yeah, yeah it was an amazing I movie. I watched it over and over again. Like I have it on books and. Oh okay. I, yeah, so that's my recommendation. I'm not gonna delve deep like Joel has because everyone hasn't seen German. Is not going to. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you guys should yeah. definitely check out Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ben Stiller directs. He stars in it. It's like it's 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 uh, it deserved more than it. Deserve more credit than it actually received, and okay. considering this was a big studio movie as well, mm-hmm. yeah. So it should and Sing Street, Sing Street was a like, polite indie Irish kind of thing, yeah. Like the Irish, so, yeah. yeah. Cool, Sharon. Uh, my recommendation this week is in tune with what we've been talking about. It's an action film by South Korean by a director whose name I can't pronounce, even though I said Googled it, but it's called The Villainous. And um, it has, I don't know if anyone has seen Atomic Blonde, it actually has similar problems because the plot is very convoluted. You know when you just get too deep into the plot and put so many twists and I I don't think twists are good for any movie. Mm -hmm. That movie has uh, twists and shit but it is really good. It's really good because I adored the action scenes. I think I can now say I really love point of view action scenes, just like in Hardcore Henry, because I dug Hardcore Henry. And this movie has a great POV scene at the very beginning. And this chick is kicking ass, you people. I was really happy. She's just such a fucking badass. Mm. They delay in some shitty plot, but then the movie then comes <laughs> back at it, and she is a fucking badass. That's all I can say. Like, she is just so cool. Like, of course, she's the villainess, but South Korean film, the villainess, it's in it's in Ugandan DVD stores. I've been seeing the poster on it, so you can available in Ugandan DVD stores. If it's available in Uganda, it's everywhere. So, watch this movie. Watch this movie. Watch it. I'm a fan of POV. Okay, this has been Cinema Red Pill with Joel, Sharon, and Edgar. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Did yeah. you have a good time? I had a great time. You guys should invite me here more often. Awesome. <laughs> I love the beer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, go, g- guys should go and see Justice League. Stop being a bitch. If you have something to say about it, at least see it first. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> fighting words. <laughs> Okay. Next week, uh, yeah, next week we're going to have an interview with the guys from Akalabanda in homework. So wait up for that. Uh, otherwise, yeah, yeah, follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes. What was the other one? There's another one. Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. <laughs>
But Coco had very familiar tropes that other, other Pixar movies yeah, had. Did you Especially the dog, then that confession bit at the end was very Monsters Inc. Yes. And I didn't like it. I think every narrative decision was the most annoying thing, yet I liked the things around it. I actually was asking myself, I wonder how many iterations of the lead character they had to go through to reach ultimate cuteness. Because that kid yeah. was so cute. Because Moana, like, from the beginning, establishes itself as we're a musical. Mm-hmm. This one was just, like, heavily entrenched of, like, this is, like, a drama about, like, this Mexican family. The Day of the Dead festival is happening, and all this shit with the story happens. So I felt like it was a more drama-centric thing. And the songs actually annoyed me when they popped up. They didn't, didn't quite fit. Actually, another thing that I liked is how the like the family the way it worked it wasn't like westernized mm. the just the hierarchy of the way the family worked and the shit that they valued mm. it felt super authentic and it held to that it like remained in that world mm. you know how um, pixar's thing is toys have feelings Machi- robots have feelings in wall on wally feelings have feelings in inside out now <laughs> Dead people have feelings, man. You're supposed to care about their lives. Mm. One word to describe Coco, yeah. each of you, and one word to rate it. What would those words be? Harmless. Yes. One word to rate it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to rate it. <laughs> to describe it. Cute. It's a cute movie.